بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد we express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. We see, we see blessings on the Prophet, peace be upon him. And so we are going through Surah Al-Nasr. And which commentary are you using? Modified Quran? Yes. Okay. Okay. Or is yours. All righty. So um, the writer begins by discussing how Al-Nasr means um, the help. And um, the surah is considered a Madani surah. Um, and it's been recorded in Sahih Muslim that this was actually the last surah to be revealed in its like completion. And um, it was reported to have been revealed during the farewell pilgrimage. Um, and so the Prophet, peace be upon him, lived for approximately 80 more days um, after this uh, surah was revealed. Um, and the first <clears throat> ayah is uh, when there comes Allah's help and victory. Um, and this victory, um, the writer mentions, is the promised conquest of Mecca. Um, and then there is a bit of disagreement in regards to whether the revelation of the Sura was before or after the conquest. Um, so either Ja'a, when there comes, indicates that it happens before. However, other narrations actually like, concur with this view. And when the Prophet, peace be upon him, recited the Sura um, in a gathering of his companions, um, Abbas anhu, actually began to cry. And when the Prophet peace be upon him asked him why, like he um he was, you know, emotional, he said it was because it was the nearness of his death. Um, and so the second ayah is, and you see people entering Allah's religion in multitudes. So before the conquest, the author mentions how many people who believed in the message did not necessarily follow it because they were afraid of the Quraysh or they had some other reason, um, but the conquest removed many of those obstacles for them at the time. And um, then in ayah number three, um, then pronounce the purity and praise of your Lord and seek forgiveness from him. Um, so after this revelation, actually, the prophet, peace be upon him, would recite a supplication and it, which was based on this ayah. Um, and that supplication is uh, Subhanallah wa bihamdi, um, astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayh. Um, and the writer translated it as I pronounce the purity of him and praise be to him. I seek Allah's refuge and repent to him. Um, and when, um, when a person's approaching death, um, the writer mentions how one should exert themselves immensely in tasbih and istighfar. And um, uh, one thing I just wanted to discuss later on is like the difference um, or the the different like definitions of like subhanAllah because um, here the writer translates subhanAllah with Hamdi as I pronounce the purity, to, uh, the purity of him. Um, but I remember growing up, I would hear subhanAllah is like glory to God and I, I know we've touched base in the past regarding different definitions, and I just wanted to refresh my memory. Okay, yeah, very good. So, so first, just about the last point. Um, I mean, think of purity and glory uh, when speaking about Allah. Uh, they're sort of, they're kind of abstract. And so when you're doing sabbi, it's okay so what's the word in arabic for swimming it's sort of uh, like this like uh what's it called i'm like yeah. out. 
Yeah, um, Arab, so obviously she's not going to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Asbah is like I swim. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. So notice the same root word, and and so it's sort of like saying, uh, and when you're and also when you're swimming, you're swimming at like the top level, right? Mm -hmm. Unless you're scuba diving, then you're going deep, but you're basically swimming more or less at the level of the the top of the water. And so when we we're doing sabbi to uh, you know in terms of to Allah, I mean you can only do it to Allah. Um, it's like saying if there's a top level of reality, that's where Allah is. So when we're speaking of purity, like we might also speak of al qudus, and, um, and so here it's sort of like saying. He is above all of the constraints and the impurities of this world. So it's sort of saying the same thing. And so glory, uh, how like if you were to use a different word than glory to Allah, what would you use other than glory? Because that's something I always struggled with. Like, what does that actually mean? Except, you know, yeah, I don't even know how to translate glory. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like synonyms. Um, Let's see what the computer world tells us. Because it's like somewhere close to victory, I think. Uh, let's see what Merriam-Webster says. Glory, celebrity, fame, repute. Yeah, I guess these are all things that we think of when we think of glory. And so... Um, all of these things, when you have a celebrity, you're sort of saying that they're above you. Fame is something above you. So, so sabi is the same thing in that sense. So we're saying above everything. You know? So it's not that they contradict. It's just they're sort of just giving different inflections on the same same basic idea. And sometimes these, these translations just get grandfathered in. We just get so used to saying them. You know? And because yeah. even, you know, Qudus, we might translate as pure or we might translate as holy, but I'm not sure if I understand what holy means. So, so yeah. And so, so very good for all this. And then, uh, yeah. And so Abdullah bin al-Abbas <clears throat> is recognizing that this is the prophet's obituary. And, and essentially saying what you've completed your mission or this is when you know when you see this happening when Allah's help comes and victory okay, that's when you know you've completed your mission or and you see people entering the deen of Allah in hordes then you know your your time is coming uh, simple question and this is just review uh, what is it that makes something a madani or a maki surah um so isn't it Madani is um, after the Hijra and then yeah. Makki is before? Yeah, Madani is after Hijra, Makki is before. And, and then, there's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think like, correct me if I'm wrong, like um, Makki surahs are more of in regards to like, um, not Islamic like law, but more of like, um, I guess um, more of like Islamic kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
I guess like ways of life, whereas Medani is more of just like um, general stories. Mm-hmm. If if that's correct, I'm not sure. I know there's that sort of difference, but I'm not sure. Uh, it's not, it's not incorrect. So so Maki suras will have much more focus on iman. Mm. And in terms of the religious life of the people of Makkah, they were idol worshippers. And so it's also speaking in the context of Mushakun. And and so so polytheists and such. <clears throat> and and so a lot of focus on Tawheed, the oneness of Allah. And and then uh, relate to that a little bit of focus on social justice you know the exploitations that the Quraysh is doing uh, either bearing daughters unequality in society or exploiting uh, customers and such and the Madani surahs have all this but then you also have the, the Ahl al-Kitab present you have the Jewish tribes and so there um there is a shift from the law of the Torah to the law of the Quran as the Quran is being revealed. And you also have the rise of the hypocrites. Because uh, like in Mecca, there is no worldly benefit for becoming Muslim, right? You're going to get tortured. You're going to get boycotted and everything. In Medina, there's all kinds of social benefits to becoming Muslim. It could help your business. It could help your social status and such. So there are people who are, so if you're in Makkah and you became Muslim, you wanted it, you believed it, you know, because you're ready to accept the consequences. If you're in Medina, you know, you, it's possible that you believed it. That's what the Ansar were like, or you just want to cash in, you know, so you had a lot of passages about hypocrisy and such. Yeah. And all the Arkan, like the, uh, the acts of worship um, are now really being, delivered the prayer is being obligated at the end of mecca after the prophet peace comes back from the night journey but fasting is in medina the Qat, if i remember correctly is medina hajj is in the is is in the medina phase and such and so that gets especially interesting because here the prophet may be receiving this surah in mecca physically but technically it's a Madani Surah because it's after Hijra. The context is after Hijra. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily, I mean, it usually would be Madani are revealed in Medina, Mecca revealed in Mecca, but it's not necessarily always the case. Yeah, exactly. So essentially what the scholars who made these categorizations have said <laughs> that it's the Mecca phase and mm-hmm. the Medina phase. And of course, there's a question about what about ayahs that the Prophet peace received during Hijra. Some would say it goes this way, some would, would put it that way and such. You know. Yeah. And so, yeah, so this is, uh, where do the names of the surahs come from? You know? Uh, like this surah is known commonly as Surah Al-Nasr, but here as the commentary says, you know, it's also known as Surah Al-Tawjiyat. You know. I'm not really sure. I know that the, the the name has something to do in regards to like the stories that are told in the in the sometimes yeah Yeah. i'm not i'm not so so essentially uh, if we were to open up the oldest copies of the quran's names are not there right and just like how to recite it is not in the oldest copies of the quran that's handed down and and so so in most cases the names are coming from the prophet peace be upon him 
or he's confirming the name. Uh, and it's very common for any given surah to have multiple names. So surah al-Fatiha uh, also is known as surah al-Shifa and probably has a whole bunch of other names, you know. And then, and so this surah has multiple names and such. Surah Lahab is sometimes surah Lahab, sometimes surah Masad. Uh, and so primarily it's coming from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Okay, so it, it's coming from the Prophet, peace be upon him. With the multiple names, did the, all those multiple names come from the Prophet? And then the one that he most commonly refers to is the one that we know the surah is? Or? So it's not necessarily the case that all the names are coming from the Prophet, peace be upon him. There's some that definitely are. <clears throat> and some that just throughout history have become one of the names. Like, in that, keep in mind, when he's receiving the surahs, he's receiving them in pieces, right? And so you mentioned this is the last surah that he receives in its entirety. Although in the next couple of months, he still receives other, you know, small passages of other surahs and such. And, and so the Sahaba would often identify the surahs not by their names, but by their first few ayahs. It's like if you talk to a little kid and you tell the little kid, okay, recite surah al-ikhlas, they'll be like, what are you talking about? But if you say, recite qul hu then like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 you know. And so, so the Sahaba would often identify the surahs by the first few ayahs and such. All right. And so, yeah, so, so the two common names, one is called the help, you know, and the other one is the farewell. Let's see what else is taking place here. Um, so it is also said that because of this surah, you know, what are the instructions uh, when you enter people, see people entering the deen of Allah in hordes, uh, then sabi hamd. Uh, of your rabika and istighfar. And so the Prophet, it's said that when he's on his camel entering during the conquest of Mecca, his head is down. It's down really low, almost to the point that it's like touching the, the neck of his camel because he's basically just praising Allah and seeking forgiveness. And to think about why that's especially important in that moment, it's because... Uh, for many of the the former the Muslims who are from the from Mecca, this is their first time back in a decade, and and for many of them, it, they've gone through two decades of persecution and fighting and such. This moment could have turned out of control, right? It could have been a moment of pillaging and who knows what kind of violence. Just people getting super excited, losing control, and getting super violent. And so it's they're entering. It's sort of a type of celebration for the Muckins. It's sort of a type of homecoming, but it's a serious, serious event. And part of it is because it is, and part of it is to make sure everyone remains under control. Uh, is you know, I mean, you, you you see like the news reports when like a dictator is overthrown, and then the people just go wild. Right, they might even violently destroy the body, kill and destroy the body of the dictator and such. And so, part of the process here is to make sure none of that happens. So, now that the Muslims are undisputedly on on, on top, uh, what else is taking place? <clears throat> yeah, and so the Prophet Muhammad at this point doesn't officially know that he only has literally about two and a half months to live. <clears throat> 
Um, but that's what people are realizing, you know. And so his existence in the world is literally like the greatest rahmah of the whole history of the universe. And so his departure is the greatest tragedy of the whole history of the universe. And so, so the Sahaba are realizing that's where we are now, you know, that's where we're getting to. Yeah, and then weren't like a lot of Sahaba like unable to even like remain in like, like I know Bilal, I think went to Syria, right? Because yeah, for a while he he uh, he he goes to Syria later, uh, but like after he dies, he doesn't want to give the Avon anymore, yeah. you know. And and eventually, yeah, he joins the the what, depositions. No, what's the word? Disputation, deputations. Well, basically, he heads to Syria. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? And also, uh, yeah, this is the promised victory. So when we when the Muslims are coming to to perform Hajj, and then they get stopped at Hudaybiyah and sign the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, and they're coming, they have to turn around. You know, the Prophet Pizono has already been promised by Allah of, of a victory. And so then this is considered to be that victory. Yeah. And, and I feel like as I was reading the, the Suda, there's like kind of like this underlining theme that like, this victory, like not only is it like from God, like it wouldn't be possible without God. And it's mm -hmm. like a reminder that, you know, without God's support, they wouldn't be returning back to Mecca. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, so yeah, you may be the one on the ground doing the work, but Allah Ta'ala is the one who's making the things happen. And your whole purpose, even for being there, is in service to Allah. big points um, yeah I think those are all the, the, the big points did you have any uh, other questions no I my um, main follow-up was in regards to the the definition of subhanallah but yeah. uh, I definitely agree with with what you said I I, I feel like <clears throat> us constantly like hearing it also um, we kind of can lose touch with the actual definition. Yeah, exactly. Um, just like inshallah, if God wills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Versus, versus no. Yeah. <laughs> versus, versus whatever Biden meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Kind of weird when he said that, you know. Like, were you watching the debate live? Yeah. Because uh, like, so, like when he said it, I was like, what? <laughs> Did he yeah. just say? And then yeah. Yeah, I was on Twitter and other people said, wait, did he just say inshallah? Yeah. 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 I, I feel like when I first saw it, I overlooked it. I was like, I'm probably just hearing things. Yeah, exactly. I've been hearing people say it a lot my whole life. <laughs> and then the next day I saw an article online and I was yeah, like, wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's getting excited. He said inshallah. <laughs> Therefore he's Muslim. Yeah. So. Okay, very good. Another Muslim president. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two out of three. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay. So then the next surah will be really, really interesting. Surah al-Kafirun. Yes. Yeah. I I remember one time I um I was discussing my um 
my friend, my Arab Christian friend, and we were discussing like faith. And I mentioned to you like our, 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 our discussion, which was quite insightful. And you go, oh, you didn't actually tell her. Um, you didn't actually recite to her. So the kafirun. I was like, no. <laughs> Good. Good. That. So yeah, so it'll be, it'll be an it'll be a good one. Um, next week, the same time, correct? Yeah. So, all right. Let me stop this recording. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Nashadu illa 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 anta nasafirukunatu bila.